What's up, Vengas? Hola, Vengas. How is everybody doing? How you motherfuckers doing on this off week? Are you okay? Are you holding up? Are you... How are you feeling about the Red Bull Power Unit? How are you feeling about it? Are we allowed to are we allowed to just be happy that Max Verstappen is in pain? Because apparently John doesn't think so. John does think so. John <laughs> thinks that we're allowed to be happy that 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 Max Verstappen's in pain, that being a fucking fan of motorsport and being a fan of sports in general is just about hating things and yes. that we that we're going against our values. We'll read that email at the end if you guys. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's called a fucking teaser. To teaser. We'll read that. That's what you guys sluts. come. That's what you guys here for come. is for occasional emails from deranged people that need to be institutionalized. And then when you hear them, and when you hear them, you go. Fuck. That's right, baby. The soundboard is here. Honestly, so this week we are doing. Yes. The Al- Fernando Alonso v. Lewis Hamilton Spygate 2007 Extravaganza. And I got to say that this, I thought last season was the best thing I've ever seen. I am so pissed off that I wasn't like around for this shit. I mean, we were around in 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were alive. I mean, we, we were alive, but like we weren't really alive. We were we 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 were dead until we knew. We were dead inside until we knew about this shit. We could have been living so much more. We could have been living so much more. I mean, in 2007, you and I were both virgins trying both virgins. Hey, Speak for yourself, baby. <laughs> Trying so hard to have sex. Little did we know that 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 at that same period there was something better than sex going on, which yeah. was this absolute shit show of a season, which had everything. Yeah. Which had everything. It had it had drama. It was close. You know, it had interpersonal stuff between the drivers. It had cheating. It had everything. We're gonna get it. Was into everything? It. It's everything that's great about Formula One, and which is which means that mostly it happened off of the track, right? And ne- Netflix <laughs> would have not not known what to, that building would have exploded on Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. That building yeah. would have just caught on fire and literally exploded. They wouldn't have known what to do with the footage. That they if had. you think it they w- fumbled the ball with the fucking 2021 season, imagine what they would have done with some like actual fucking like. Real, real shit going on. People almost went to jail. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, and, and it was a three-way. It was, we're getting ahead of ourselves. It was three-way. It could have gone. Down, it was three guys could have won it going into the last race. It was fucking nuts. We're gonna get into it. Um, it was it, it, it resulted in the biggest fine ever, which was a hundred million dollars. Uh huh. A hundred. The with the next biggest, by the way, was is three. Okay. Dude, I well no. I I looked up the 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 Astros scandal. Yeah. The the yeah. Houston Astros who were cheating during the fucking World Series. Right. In their, in their championship runs, they had little buzzers on their person that would buzz yeah. when they knew a fastball was coming. Literal yes. true blue American cheating. Yes. Five million dollars. Five million dollar <laughs> fine. Five million dollar fine. In in 2018 money. Exactly. This was $100 million in 2007 money. That's right. You have to account for inflation. If you account yes. for inflation, Gone with the Wind is the highest grossing movie of all time. Don't <laughs> test me. 
<laughs> Marvel can suck a dick. <laughs> this problematic movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're the fucking red flags. I'm Brian. I'm Matt. And we're your fucking. Well, Brian, you're also you're actually Brian is actually now known as the Night Queen. We got a really strange email from a fan named Margaret. Yes. Who uh, maybe put a German curse on you and referred to you as Queen of the Night. Yes. She said, Dirich der Holle brennt in meinem Herzen, which, which, according to Google Translate, roughly translates to Hell's Revenge <laughs> burns in my heart, which is pretty terrifying. It's even more terrifying to know that it was written in German towards a Jewish person. Yeah, but you know, my last name is Müller. My last name is a German last name, so I think this person feels. I, I I'm reading this positively. I don't actually believe in ghosts, so when I hear shit like that, I'm like, okay, that's great. Like, let's let's. I don't believe in hell. I'm a Jew. I'm going there anyway, even if it does exist. So why even give a legal single solitary fuck? But we're getting we're getting away from what we're here to do, Matt. We're here to talk about. Well, we got some shout outs. Let's just Yeva Balta. I told her I would uh, oh, yes, yes. I would say a Latvian phrase, which she told me was a good one to say was "isdildirsis," which means mm. a worn out ass, which is my favorite one. I love that. I love that. And. Uh, there are people who gave us some love on Venmo. Malcolm sent us $18. Someone else sent us money. I think his name was Garrett. I, I lost the list. I think Garrett, <laughs> I think you're I think you gave us money. I'll find yeah. out the rest. Love to people who sent us Venmo on uh Venmo money. At at how 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 would one send us Venmo, Matt? You don't um, even know the phone. goddamn Venmo I'll name. It. I'll figure it out. I think my phone's you, You'll to. figure well, it out. Now's time. the time, <laughs> babe. Time. Now's the time. This is our I think it's TR, section. TRF pod. I think it's TRF pod. It's TRF pod at Venmo. <laughs> TRF pod. I think that's what it is. I'm business. <laughs> and we're a business. We're baby. really running business, this well. Man. Listen, we're running this about as we're running this about as well as the McLaren team ran their 2007 season when it came to off the field. Okay, and also uh, we have a Red Bull engineer coming in. You guys have been sending us questions, but they've all been really slutty questions, which is good. But the guy signed a fucking NDA, so don't ask us like how big Max's dick was in the fucking locker room. We're not, he's not going to answer that shit. Let's take this opportunity to learn something, you dumb fucks, okay? Let's take this opportunity <laughs> to learn a goddamn thing or two about the sport that we all claim to love. Actually, the Venmo name is at the Red Flags Pod. You're getting you've officially been taking away your Venmo rights. Send us a Venmo if you want a shout out that was as smooth as the one that was just <laughs> set forth by these two fucking idiots. Okay, let's talk about 2007. Let's talk about Spygate. Do you do you So you Brian, know, Brian, you're the queen of the night. Okay, yes. But Alonzo is the prince of fucking darkness. And <laughs> let's not let every anybody fucking forget that mm -hmm. this guy is about that fucking smoke. Mm -hmm. He wants that smoke. He's about that action. And 100%. this guy, this is a story about two men coming to fucking loggerheads this is a unstoppable force meets an immovable object <laughs> when coupled with like the fucking chicanery of a really it's got it's got it's got a this is a really complicated story because it's got these two race car legends and then it's got this corporate espionage thing to it 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it all sorts of unfolds at the same time. And you know what's interesting? It all the the the, the instigating action. It's all about slights. It's all about people feeling slighted. Yes, people not egos getting what being they, bruised. It's not all getting about what they egos. deserve. Not exactly. getting their respect. Not getting their respect, baby. And so Fernando Alonso, up until 2007, his ego was doing pretty good. Well, let's let's, let's 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 start at the beginning. A very good place to start. And where would you? I, I'm trying to start at Fernando Alonso origin story. Let's start from, yes. from this beginning of him. This guy, this could have been a superhero origin story, but it turned out to be fucking super villain. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, yeah, so superhero. Mm-hmm. Fernando Alonso, supervillain. They, they, you know what? It's like it's like they're the guys who sit at the table, and it's like we're, we're very much alike, you and I. And Lewis is mm-hmm. like, no, we're nothing alike, but they're actually very much alike. Right, so definitely. Fernando Alonso, born in 1981, mm-hmm. in northern Spain. His last name is, is actually Fernando Alonso Diaz. Diaz. Mm-hmm. His dad was a mine chef explosive factory <laughs> worker. Okay? Can't have more of a middle class job than fucking that. His mother <laughs> His mother was a department store employee named yep. Ana Diaz. Yep. And and his dad had a hobby, which was karting. Kart racing. Yep. He loved karting. And you know what? As an adult man, I've I understand it because yes. I went karting this weekend and I drove a little mini formula car with an open little open wheel formula car and I am hooked. I'm hooked on phonics, baby, because yeah. I am ready to fucking do this at every goddamn opportunity because I have the pace, baby. I have the pace. <laughs> my my fucking I have a dominant Pluto, okay? Actually loves F1, told me so, and um, I am a, I'm a born racer, and I feel like Fernando Alonso's father, and if I have a little fucking Fernando Alonso, I'm going to fucking put him in the cart at age three and turn and him into a him. fucking world champion. But, but he, didn't even, he wasn't even intended, right. he's a te- wasn't even intended for him. Yes. He got a cart, he made a cart for his five-year-old daughter, right? and she was like, lame. <laughs> yeah, but there like, was this what? three so they gave it to a three-year-old alonzo and of course alonzo with those big eyes of his mm-hmm. just locked onto this fucking thing laser locked right onto that cart and they had to adjust this baby cart to fit his three-year-old body <laughs> this kid was yeah. like mozart he just he just took to this cart like a fish to water totally and he began racing at like a stupidly young age mm-hmm. and they couldn't afford rain tires so he drove on slicks mm-hmm. in the rain and he couldn't afford new racing outfits so his his mother had to like alter his racing suit constantly as he grew right. so he's just showing up at this he's this little urchin Showing right. up to these tracks with these rich kids in these overgrown overalls with these fuck with the wrong tires, probably from <laughs> the fucking Franco era. <laughs> and he's beating that ass. He's like from the back. From the back, from the back. From the back, 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 from the back. And he's a fucking prodigy. 
I saw. I think I saw a picture of him. At, 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 this was in like some like YouTube little like you know montage of clips where it's it's him at like as a little kid and he's wearing a little blue racing suit and he's got a little Marlboro sticker on the fuck Marlboro patch. So even from the beginning, he was sponsoring Marlboro because he's the Prince of Darkness. He's the Prince of Darkness. And at seventeen, he gets uh, he gets his shot. He's he's um, he's sponsored by he's picked up by Campos. He won that series. Then he's picked mm-hmm. up. By test dri- as a test driver for Renault, yep, and uh, he's in Formula. He also, One. you know, he he also got like he got mentored. I mean, he's showing talent. He's showing promise. So people are like, let's back this kid. Let's give him everything that he needs to do the things that he needs to do to to make it to the top. Which, if anyone could wants to look at some of my karting videos, maybe someone wants to sponsor me and give me <laughs> the reps that I need in order to make it a Formula One. But that's another story. It's a thirty-one-year-old so, prodigy, Ryan. <laughs> Never too late, baby. <laughs> and um, and he gets he gets into Renault. We're, we're, we have a lot to cover, so he gets into Renault. Yeah, yeah. I think at what nineteen twenty. Mm-hmm. He becomes the youngest race winner and pole sitter of all time. He finishes right. his first season in sixth, which right. is nuts. Okay, yep. better than Michael Schumacher did. Better than Kimi Reich. Better than a lot of legends did yeah yeah. well he 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 um i will say that he like in 2001 it's the first time he races in 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 formula one he like he he fills in he's the third youngest f1 driver ever and he's and he's he's getting all these fucking accolades he's the youngest he's 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 the young gun he's the like i'm the first to do it in this way and no, but he's his, like on the way to be the best ever. Like he's the youngest totally. to do this. He's the youngest to do that. He's like, whoa, exactly. this guy is Max Verstappen now. Like this young, yeah. Or it was Vettel before then, right? So Fernando is the youngest race winner ever. He's the youngest pole sitter ever. Mm-hmm. He 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 goes from Minardi to Renault, and in two thousand five, yep, his second full season. His second season in F one. His second season in F1. That's Yuki Sonoda right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mick Schumacher. That's that Mick Schumacher Nik- right now. That would have been Nikita Mazepin. That was would've Nicholas Latifi. Mazepin. That was Nicholas Latifi last year. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in his second season in Formula One, he wins the world championship. Mm-hmm. And becomes, in 2005, he becomes the youngest champion ever ever okay that's what christian wanted for max and failed okay mm-hmm. max was not he did not have the pace okay have the pace. He, he was trying to beat alonzo's record okay right and in 2005 he wins and then and he beats fucking um he beats me he beats uh michael schumacher michael schumacher he he i've seen he some beats I've kimmy reikonen he, he beats yes. He beats um Massa. He, he beats be, he Massa. Beat, he beats out. He beats all these guys. All these like real legit guys. This yeah. is, there's not a dearth of talent at the top of the field here. Okay, right. he does it in 2005, and then he does it again in 2006. So he wins, going back to back. We going back to back. <laughs> and this Drake is like style. the end of the. It's like it's like Schumacher's just won five in a row. Okay. Schumacher's just won five in a row. He's coming in for his sixth. Gets beat by this by, by Fernando Alonso. It's like you know what? 
We're coming back again. We're going to be stronger. It has a better year in 2006 than he did in 2005. Alonso still beats him. I watched this clip and I I, I I'm I'm going to I don't remember which race it was, but they were basically there there were like two or three laps to go. And Alonso on that day had the slower car. And right. he and Schumacher are just battling. And Schumacher's right. gutting after him, getting after him, getting after him. And it's like we heard Fernando Alonso tell Esteban Ocon to defend like a lion. But you know what? And Esteban Ocon held off fucking, I forget, was it, it was Max like for two, maybe half a, half a pitch straight, half yeah. a pitch straight. Yeah. I watched Fernando Alonso defend Michael Schumacher, <laughs> the arguable goat, like a lion for two laps full with a, with a with a weaker fucking car. He's uh, he's a, he's a savant. Yes. And so 2006 he wins. He's the he's the bell of the ball. He is he is Sch- Schumacher was Senna's successor. He looks to mm-hmm. be yes. Schumacher's successor. Right. You know, there's kind of like Senna was a Prost successor. You know, the kind of yep. these things are sort of handed off. And and there's an opening at McLaren because basically Kimi Raikkonen was at McLaren mm-hmm. and and he goes over to Ferrari. And I forgot who else was at McLaren, but those Juan two Pablo seats. Juan Pablo Montoya. It was Juan Pablo Montoya. They both leave McLaren. So there's two seats yep. open. And it's looking like, and it's looking like McLaren's going to be the team to. McLaren's going to be be slapping. Yeah. So Fernando Alonso, feeling yep. like he's, you know, he's like his his time at Renault is sort of that sort of ran its course. Yep. Decides that he's going to make jump to McLaren, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. McLaren looks like it's gonna it, it it's gonna. Um, it's gonna have the better car, and uh, and they're going with a and you know they always have to worry about their teammates, right? Because you're always being compared about the teammates. And he hears from the head of McLaren, Ron Dennis, that they're going with this rookie. A rookie. I mean, a rookie. Uh, you know, a rookie. He. Why? Why should? Why should Fernando Alonso, two-time world champion, be worried about a rookie? And Alonso. Famously tells Alonzo, like, hire a rookie if you want, but that might hurt us in the um, in the constructors. Yeah, he says to Ron Dennis, he says, well, don't you want to win the constructors? Right. Like, Ron. Ron. Obviously, why, why I'm, are... winning the, I'm winning the I'm winning the drivers because that's locked up. But, like, I need, yeah. a, I need a good backup. Don't you want a Perez? Don't you want a Botas? Don't you want, like, some guy who can come in and kind of do the job and, and, you know, pick up my fucking scraps? Right. Yeah, so Alonso's like, who the fuck is this fucking kid you're bringing in? And it's Lewis motherfucking Hamilton. And if we know anything, and listen, we all know the Lewis Hamilton story. The Lewis Hamilton story is tried and true. Grew up, you know, middle class, lower middle class. Grew up in in public housing. Yep. His dad, you know, bought the, was scrimped you know, and like, saved, sacrificed, worked four jobs. Worked four jobs. He, he was a product of divorce. He spent he he lived with his mother for twelve till he was twelve. Then he lived with his dad. He you know everybody. He he never had the the best equipment. He was always racing against kids who came from more privileged backgrounds who had better like equipment. a like a like a Nico motherfucking Rosberg. And what's right. interesting is so so and we know. That that he raced under McLaren for a very long time, 
that that McLaren his karting career, yeah. McLaren Mercedes was was behind his karting career, and the origins of that story and how that kind of relationship happened was that he that that Lewis had won like a junior karting tournament, right, and he was at this like banquet, being honored among you know. The re- like the top all the levels of motorsport were at this banquet being being honored you know the top guys all the way down to like a little nine year old Lewis Hamilton, and his his favorite driver was Aaron Senna, and but Senna had died the year before, and but he's 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 at this banquet and his dad tells him you know that's Ron Dennis that's that's the head of of McLaren yeah that was like the guy who made helped make Senna's car, and Hamilton walks right over to him. And says, "Hello, my name is Lewis Hamilton. I just won this junior junior karting tournament, and my I want to be in Formula One and win a championship, and I want to do it with your car." I think he said, "I am gonna do it in your car." I'm gonna do it I, with I your. I think I'm gonna do mother- it in your car. Positive, positive mindset. Fucking. Well, you know, what? I was thinking about it because I was talking about this in like in, in in a different facet, which is that you have to feel like you have something to offer someone, and I think that so many people are bad at advocating for themselves because they feel like they need another person to do a favor for them. But even at nine years old, Lewis Hamilton recognized, I'm doing you a favor, motherfucker. Right. You, I don't need a favor. You need me, bitch. I don't need you. I do, but right now, no, 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 you're going to need me. And he, they fucking did because the last championship that McLaren ever won was with Lewis fucking Hamilton. So he, right. at nine years old, did Ron Dennis the biggest favor of his entire life. Well, he, I mean. Yeah, maybe not, I maybe mean, not. Maybe but, that, not. But, that's, but, that's, <laughs> but that's Ron Dennis's fault, okay? Just because he brought out the worst in him doesn't mean that it's it's Lewis Hamilton's fault. It's Ron Dennis's fault. I mean, Ron Dennis bet on Lewis. He was Lewis's protege. Mm-hmm. But... I guess Ron Dennis' biggest mistake was that Lewis Hamilton was better than he was his wildest dreams. <laughs> totally. And um, so Alonzo shows up thinking, you know, I'm two-time world champion. Like, I'm going to be the fucking homie here. I'm going to be mm-hmm. the guy. Yep. And the 2007 season begins, and Alonzo gets Australian Grand Prix. Alonzo gets second. Lewis gets third. Then, then Malaysian Grand Prix, Alonso gets first, Hamilton gets second. Right. But then Bahrain. Right, that's when it starts to turn. Hamilton gets second, Alonso gets fifth. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? Alonso's definitely freaking out right now. I mean, this is how all the other F1 podcasts are feeling about us. They're like, holy shit, who, who is this guy? <laughs> who are these fucking guys? What is going totally. on right now? And what's crazy is, is we got these two guys who came from nothing, who had to fight and scrap for everything, mm-hmm. who have the same yep. sort of mentality, who are now thrown into this barrel together yep, and are forced to fight to the fucking death. I mean, when you think about, it's like this is, you know, when we talk about how Mick Schumacher is getting thumped by, uh, you know, Kevin Magnuson. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, Lewis set the fucking bar. These guys set the bar. So if you're if you think that this guy is gonna be the next guy and he's getting dumped by K Mag. Right. Well, what about when Lewis Hamilton came in and started beating the two time champion who just beat the shit out of Michael Schumacher? Right. Forced Schumacher into retirement. Schumacher <laughs> retires at the end of two thousand and six. Fernando Alonso beat 
Michael Schumacher into retirement. Okay? Like if they're real ones, they should yes. be they should be pushing these guys immediately. Exactly. Yes, they should at, at the very least like show some glimmers of great. They don't need to be necessarily great all the time. Like we saw, I mean, we've seen that Max has is is fucking crazy, but he showed Max won his first race. Exactly. At Red Bull. Yeah. So I mean, I mean it's just yeah, immediate. It's, it's yes. immediate. Yes. If you're a legend, if you're if you're like a gonna be a fucking legend, Leclerc it's, ran it's Vettel out of fucking town. Just <laughs> yes. ran him out of town. Just <laughs> ran him out of town. Ran yeah. him out of a job. Uh, yeah. I mean, so I, so he immediately puts Alonzo on notice. Yes. But it's not like he's beating Alonzo. It's just close. It's close. And so Alonzo wins the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah. Lewis comes in second. Mm-hmm. Now, Lewis has never been the most gracious in defeat. <laughs> and he says, um, he's asked afterwards, he says he was forced into a supporting role, sort of implying that there was team orders. Right. The FIA investigates, finds nothing untowards. Mm-hmm. Next race is the Canadian GP. Lewis gets his first win. Then he gets, in the American stretch, gets another win in Indy. And Alonzo... Mm-hmm is getting frustrated. He's being beaten by his rookie teammate by two points and is losing 6-4 in qualifying. Yep. Now, what's so funny is Alonzo, then Alonzo starts mouthing off in the press, <laughs> saying that it's British bias. Now, this is his favorite thing, <laughs> to call out British bias, like yeah. to play the Spanish racism card. <laughs> and I love that that he plays it against his teammate who is actually black. I mean, that's just an <laughs> right. iconic move to be like, <laughs> I'm being discriminated against because of my Spanish nationality. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, you're the two-time world champion. They're paying you bajillions of dollars. You don't think that they're they're favoring you? <laughs> and and, Lu- and meanwhile, Lewis is the first black driver to ever win a race <laughs> in Formula One. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he wins yeah. in Canada. He wins in Canada. He's the first black driver to ever win in Formula One, and Alonso's like, I mean, they're, they're, they're discriminated against me. <laughs> you know who's had it really hard coming up? Me. In, not the only black person to ever sniff Formula One. Um, anyway, so and he still does it to this day. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. It's, a, it's a British bias. It's the British bias. British. It's the British bias. Okay. That's not fair. It's not fair. And it brings us to the Hungarian Grand Prix, which is where shit goes all the way motherfucking down. But Sideways. you know what, you you know what, you little sluts? We're not we're we're gonna talk about something else before we get to the full Hungarian Grand Prix, okay? Okay. So you wanna so you wanna go so we're gonna go to Nigel Stepney now? Yeah, now we're gonna Let's, talk about now, now we're going to talk about Nigel Stepney, another guy who came from nothing, who yes, worked exactly. his way up, who clawed his way up, who 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 took no shit, and then wasn't getting what he was fucking owed. So we got this guy Nigel N- Nigel yeah. Stepney, right? And I and I want to say he wasn't getting things because he was owed because of British discrimination. Okay, no, that was he that was, was probably British discrimination. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It he was, was because he was British. Because he was British. Because he was British. And he and he wasn't educated. 
Ed Alonso's over there talking about how this is British bias. Meanwhile, Nigel Stepney is being being disregarded because he's British. And he, okay. and he, and he, and he, and he fucking doesn't have an education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but, but listen, before we get there, we want, we want to take a second to say that this podcast is sponsored by Flags for Motherfuckers, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Flags for Good is a flag company that actually stands for something, okay? You've heard me say it, and guess what? You're going to hear me say it a fucking again. They only sell flags that they believe in. They donate a portion of every sale to causes that move humanity in the right direction. The company was started during the Black Lives Matter protests and has grown to sell products that support pride environmental activism and so much more they only sell flags that the owner likes and thinks are designed well and are for causes that are actually moving humanity in the right motherfucking direction okay you little sluts so you can do the offsets you can do the buybacks because you listen to this shitty podcast which i apparently i curse too much on it my mother says that i should curse less on it so nancy i'm sorry but it's fucking flags for good. So visit flags for good. You can't fucking hear anything anyway. She's deaf <laughs> as fuck. You watch your fucking mouth when you're talking about my mother. Okay. Um, you can go to flagsforgood.com for full size flags, garden flags, and stickers. You get ten oh, percent off your first purchase at flagsforgood.com by using the code Red Flags. All one word. That's Red Flags at flagsforgood.com. You get ten percent off your first purchase. Why don't you go ahead and do it? And you can also follow Flags for Good at TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram for some more amazing flag content. Now, let's get back to the show. So, Nigel Stepney. Yeah. Nigel motherfucking Stepney mm-hmm. was a mechanic yes. who worked his way up. Mm-hmm. I think he was at he was at uh, Lotus. I think he might have been at Shadow. He was at these different teams. He was a mechanic. He worked his way up to Ferrari. Okay. Yes. And he did something sort of unheard of, which is as a mechanic without an engineering degree, made his way very high in the uh, Ferrari, and he got in the right time with Michael Schumacher at Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Jean Tot and Russ Braun. Yes. Except for this one time where Michael Schumacher ran him over in a race. <laughs> yep. So yeah, the, the, ver- so, the famous so, clip of, of Michael Schumacher running over the guy. His, I think he was doing the fuel. He was doing yeah. the fuel pump. And Michael Schumacher runs his ass over. He tore a ligament. He was injured. It yeah, so was, this guy, was, this guy left it all on the fucking track. For... He was. It was Gunter Steiner vibes. I mean, Gunter. I, I mean, I was mechanic. about to say nobody has ever made it this high. Nobody's ever elevated past this level, except yes. for Gunther Steiner. Except exactly. Gunther Steiner dropped out of college. So Gunther <laughs> Steiner, Gunther Steiner almost got an engineering degree, but then, mm-hmm. like Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg, or maybe more in in Gunther's case, Elizabeth Holmes dropped out of yep. college <laughs> to to run his own company. <laughs> right. And so what happens is he's he's there for the, for the peak Schumacher years. He's there right. and he works his way up to the point where he's becomes Ross Braun who is also a Brit and this guy's a British guy. He's a Brit. He becomes his right-hand dog. He becomes right-hand he man. becomes he becomes Ross Braun's right-hand man working under the most at this at this point most successful operation the dream in Formula team. 1 history, the dream team. Yeah. But it's the end of an era. Alberto Alonso had just come in and whooped Ferrari's ass to the point where Michael Schumacher retires. retires. He's out. Ross Braun leaves. 
Yeah, so there's a huge shakeup. The Beatles Ari. break he, up. The Beatles are breaking up. Yoko Ono has come in in the form of Fernando Alonso, and he took the mic and he started singing crazy, <laughs> and he and 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 he said, "I'm in love with you now." And Formula One, this is this isn't going to happen for me anymore. So people are leaving. Ross Braun leaves. Um, Jean Tot Jean Tot does it. He's like he's like about he's thinking about leaving, but it's it's there's a huge shakeup. Now here's the thing: is when you're a, like a little pitcher. And you have powerful friends. We call those uh, your rabbis. So, so mm-hmm. he had his rabbis in right. Michael Schumacher, Ross Braun, and John Tott. Yes. But when they sort of cleared out, Ferrari, which is an Italian company with mostly mm-hmm. Italians, wanted to take back, <laughs> make, make Ita- make Ferrari Italian again, basically. <laughs> Literally. And. And Nigel thought that he should get promoted to that sort of team principal technical director role. Yes. But sort of two things. One, he doesn't have an engineering degree. Two, mm-hmm. he's not fucking Italian. Mm-hmm. So they promoted this guy. Uh, his name was Mario. Mario Almondi. Mario Almondi, which to Nigel was uh, disrespectful because he came from the HR department. Now, Mario Almondi... Started out as an engineer, had an engineering degree, but then was phased into the HR department. Right. But to Nigel's like, he, he's an HR guy. Like, what the? F- right. This is crazy. Yeah, this, like, this guy, this guy ain't been on the front lines. This guy yeah. ain't, ain't doing it. Like I, I got fucking ran over. I got. I, I walk with a fucking limp. I bled for you, bitch. I, I bled for you guys. And um, but you know, it, 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 this I think speaks to. Because you know a, a bunch of shit unfolds, you know, in the in in the wake of this. But like, it does speak to the the je ne sais quoi that is Ferrari. I mean, we talked about when we when we talked about Fangio, they do things a certain way at Ferrari, and they are fucking sticklers about it, often to their detriment. Well, they're very nationalistic. They like having Italians right. being in charge. And, but, they, but you know what? They weren't that nationalistic when they had Ross Braun as their fucking technical director. And their okay? most and it was their most successful era. In their Ever. most successful era, they took the wins while they had them with a with a not Italian guy who was like one of the fucking like guys who made it what it was. Well, what's interesting is the best- John Tut. John Tut's not Italian, dude. Right. I mean, this it's like this whole notion of like we only want we only win with Italians is kind of like well, a German driver, a fucking French guy, and an English guy were like your fucking father son the holy ghost of of your most successful era in formula one so like what's well, really happening here and, and mclaren mercedes red bull williams haas and alpine and aston martin are all run out of england because mostly the bet for the most part the best minds in motorsport are out of england but anyway ferrari disagreed it's an italian company they wanted fucking italians back in there yeah and the english that were left after Ross Braun left and Michael left, we're sort of hung out to dry. And um, he's not fired. Nigel's not fired, but he's not fired. He was actually given a, a promotion after. Well, yes. he gives a very pissy interview where he's yeah, basically yes, saying yes, yes. publicly he's open to taking his talents elsewhere. Right. <laughs> he's like, listen, I- I'm very happy at Ferrari unless somebody 
unless you heard something from somebody, then I'm open <laughs> to going somewhere else, you know, where I could grow and be <laughs> right more appreciated. And because I'm being fucking slept on at, by these Italian fucks. <laughs> and Ferrari doesn't like that shit. Okay, they they Ferrari they're like they're like the mafia. You do not talk shit yeah. about. That's not because they're Italian. That's just the way they fucking run shit. They fired yeah, yeah, Alan yeah. Prost, of all yeah. people, for mis yeah. for 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 comparing the Ferrari to a tractor. But he didn't. He was misquoted. He didn't even do it. But they fired him anyway. And that was yeah. Alan Prost. What the fuck chance does Nigel Stepney of fucking oh like. <laughs> Fucking uh, no, no college degree, fucking mechanic. Uh, you know, mechanic. What's he gonna? How's he gonna fare after that? But they don't fire him. Yeah. They promote him to head of performance. But that what that means is he doesn't go to races anymore. Mm -hmm. So they're basically sending Nigel to a farm upstate. <laughs> right. You know. When you talk shit about Ferrari, the ghost of Enzo Ferrari kisses you at a New Year's Eve party. And pulls you away and says, I knew it was you, Fredo. And the next thing you know, you're getting shot in the head on a boat, okay? <laughs> That's what happens when you talk shit against the familia. Because 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 he is like Fredo. He was passed over. That's I right. was the I older could, brother. It could have. You know, I'm smart. I'm smart. He's sitting in the chair going, I'm smart. I have ideas. I have ideas. I'm smart. <laughs> it was something for me on my own. <laughs> I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Let's face it. Two movies, both classics. Who gives a fuck? We're bringing them all together. The reflection. <laughs> so anyway, so. Okay, so at the they, Monaco GP. Okay, so, so yes. So they so, kind of send him away. After these, yeah. uh, you know, after these comments that he makes, they're like, they, he gets relegated that much more. Like they kind of send him away. He's like, he's like the guy, he's like the guy in office space who wants a stapler and they just keep fucking ignoring him. <laughs> he's like my stapler my stapler and they're like ah just put him take away his office put him in the thing don't give him a stapler and he's like boiling this guy well he's like it, you know it's you know it's similar it's to in um in uh the dropout the british scientist right played by uh, Stephen. Played by, uh, what uh, the fuck's his name god damn it the, the atheist the atheist fucking british guy who's very famous who's so who, famous in england He's so big in England, and I'm like, he's playing this like bit part in this fucking yeah. Hulu show, but he does anyway. a great job. Anyway, but he's the scientist who's like the one making Elizabeth Holmes's fucking project happen. But then he gets in some hot water, and they put him in, they put him upstairs in Siberia. And he's like, listen, he, he's literally he's in he's stationed in Siberia, twiddling his thumbs. So they do that to our boy fucking Nigel. Nigel. And Nigel will not go quietly into this good night. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So now comes. A cr a f insane. This is insane. This is fucking why. This is the. This is just the tip of it. And if if this was the whole cock, it would have been crazy. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just the tip <laughs> of this thing. Yeah. It's the powder incident. The powder incident. Ferrari finds powder yes. in Kimi Räikkönen's engine. <laughs> powder. Yeah. The police are involved. Yeah. They call the police. They call the fucking cops, <laughs> and they fucking yeah. find this powder in the engine, and they search everything. They find the powder in his pants. In his pockets. And they find it in his house. Yeah. They, they're all up in this shit. And the, I guess the deal with the powder is that 
It can be anything. Like this could it, 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 any substance that's not like fuel in an engine can fuck up the engine. Yeah. And there's 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 also like there were questions of like could have this have caused an accident? Is this potential like reckless you know like like you know what if what if the powder was in the thing the engine misfires and there's an accident and someone dies like yeah, all but, of a but sudden stepney claims stepney claims yeah that um he was framed he was framed that he left his pants unattended he left his and pants he... unattended in the locker room i was framed i tell you and someone could have and honestly that seems very plausible to me honestly i'm like he, he was framed I mean, it seems like he could have been framed. He was framed. But then when dude. you look at all the other shit he did, it's like, no, no, no. This guy <laughs> had it out. He hated Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. He Stepney was arrested. He was taken to the right. police station. He was um fired by Ferrari, which was like the understatement of a of a of a <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Stepney's obviously not happy with Ferrari. Right. Yes. So he's chatting. Yeah. With this other guy. Yeah. Name's Mike. By the name of Mike. You need a fucking org chart for this. You need like a criminal, <laughs> like one of those things where they're going after Tony Soprano and he's at the top or Bin Laden. Yeah, right. And you're like, these are right, all the right, lieutenants. Right. So this guy named yeah, Mike yeah, yeah. Coughlin. And he's a designer yep. at McLaren. And he's a friend of Nigel. Right. And he's talking to him during this whole thing. He's like, I'm hate up Ferrari. So they're doing this bullshit. They're fucking me over. Fuck this company. They're pieces of shit. It's a cult. I fucking hate it here. After a Fernando Alonso, he's basically the most disgruntled employee at Formula One. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so. He's literally the definition of a disgruntled employee. Yeah. I mean, he's like, you look it up in the dictionary. It's, a yeah, picture it's of this Michael guy, Michael. Nigel Stepney. And yeah. it's a split screen between Nigel Stepney and Fernando Alonso. <laughs> so one day in Woking, which is a yes. town, a small town in England, headquarters of McLaren. Yep. Where Ron Dennis is from. Yes. Ron Dennis is born in Woking. Woking is where the McLaren headquarters is. That, that spaceship fucking like crazy futuristic building with the water and the fucking cars. You see Zach Brown walking through it. That's in Woking, fucking England. So there's this... A a a woman walks into a photocopy shop. Yes. Now I had to look this up because I'm Gen Z, but apparently a photocopy yeah. shop is where you take paper and you put it in a giant machine that takes a picture of that mm -hmm. paper and prints out another version of that paper. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this fucking boomer walks into this <laughs> photocopy shop and yeah. asks the owner of this photocopy shop to copy a 780-page document. Yes. Now this document, is 780 pages of like top secret Ferrari shit, and it's got the Ferrari logo on it. On every like on, on every on page, pages. on the bottom of every page, there's a fucking there's red a, because fucking they're a fucking emblem with, with a themselves. yellow goddamn horse on it. It's like the watermark, like when they yeah. send you like a a script. Yeah, they yeah, put yeah, your yeah. name on it, so if it leaks out, it's like. This they is all on know you. who fucking who leaked the shit. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew somebody was friends with an assistant who had like a Star Wars script. Yeah. And it had their watermark on it. And like mm -hmm. a friend saw it and like copied it because they were like, oh, Star Wars script and sent it. And like mm -hmm. that that assistant got fucked. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was their watermark life, on it. Life life ruined. Life ruined. 
So Any, this anyway. person that went into this person that went into this to this shop to this Kinkos, to this Kinkos yes. to this Staples, but like small town Staples, like one man, like one man operation. Yeah. Sometimes I go. Sometimes I go. There are internet cafes in yes. New York still, and yeah. you can go there and you can print shit. And sometimes if I have like an audition, I'll go into this one place. I'll print out my sides, and it's just like this one guy running this this cafe. An internet cafe, and I'm like, this guy, it's just, it's, it's whole bread and butter. Now, this guy happened to be a Ferrari fan in the middle of Woking, which is he's the a- craziest thing. <laughs> First of all, the fact that you're doing all this illegal, you're doing this illegal thing, and you're doing right. it in a like in a Kinkos, right, 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 is nuts. And 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 it's Mike Coughlin's wife. Yeah, who's doing this? Well, well, so it's great. Well, this I just want to say that this guy sucks. The the, <laughs> the photocopy guy. This guy lives in Woking. I looked yeah. this up. Did you know that McLaren is the biggest employer in Woking? It is the economy <laughs> of that whole town. <laughs> this the the penalty that we're gonna get to almost. Yeah. Ended McLaren. Okay, <laughs> McLaren almost ceased to exist. I mean, this guy almost ruined the economy of his whole town. <laughs> I I went to college in Poughkeepsie. Okay, yeah. their biggest industry was this IBM. When IBM left, that town got fucked. Okay, mm-hmm. so because this guy liked the zippy red cars, he almost fucked his entire town. Yeah, but you know why he liked the zippy red cars? Because he was he's a fucking contrarian, which is you, motherfucker. You would be that guy. You would live in Woking and hate McLaren. Don't fucking don't for a second. I mean, clearly, I mean, Vettel was right. Everyone is a Ferrari fan, even in fucking Woking. <laughs> this fucking snitch. He takes <laughs> no, snitches. Snitches get stitches, dude. Well, snitches so she get asks stitches. Him, it's not completely stupid. She asks him to copy them onto CDs so she can like right. So she can like yeah. She has some forethought. She has some forethought. Be, be, being that this is probably I shouldn't have a physical copy yeah. of this thing lying around. Right. So then she, she goes into public and does this. It's insane. So this so this guy so this guy so this guy almost yeah. single handedly bankrupts this whole town. But anyway, no, no no hold on hold on hold on. But he looks up. He literally like he he's there. He googles and he's like, her name. Hmm. Yeah, he Googles her name. He's like, hmm, that's the wife of someone who works at McLaren. And a designer for McLaren. A designer at McLaren. Why does this designer at McLaren's wife have 780 pages of top secret Ferrari documents? <laughs> hmm, maybe I should look up who I can contact at Ferrari to inform them of what's happening right now. So he finds, like on LinkedIn, yeah. the most high-ranking person at, 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 at Ferrari, who I think was Stefano Domenicali, who now runs F1. <laughs> it's a fucking He's, inside job. Yeah, it's an inside job. It's so weird. You know who runs Ferrari now? Who runs? Sorry, Ferrari F one. I get them confused sometimes. The people (laughs) who run F one now are Ross Braun and Stefano Domenicali, the two people (laughs) who were at Ferrari. Anyway, hmm. (laughs) You know, it was Ron Dennis who actually called. Anyway, we'll get Ron Dennis actually calls the FIA Ferrari International Assistance. (laughs) That's he coined that phrase. Because Ron Dennis is a fucking icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> this guy's a fucking snitch. Don't, I wonder what this guy got for snitching, by the way. D- 
Dude, I mean, probably he, not. I hope. Yeah, no, I hope that he. I mean, come on, this guy's. A, if you're a Ferrari fan, if you're a Ferrari fan, this guy's a fucking legend. I would have asked for. I would have said, I want paddock passes. Charles Leclerc to follow me back. <laughs> what else would we have asked for? Who would I have asked for? Um, From Ferrari. I would have asked for, if, let's say, a Ferrari. I would have wanted <laughs> to drive a Ferrari. Yeah. Um, yeah, like paddock passes for every race. I would have wanted to be able to, like, drive in the back seat. I want to, I want to like, go on track runs with a fucking F1 driver. Right. For in, in perpetuity. Yes. No, in that's forever. Perpetuity. That's forever. forever. Um, I mean, the fact that this guy isn't, like, a team executive... <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fact that like his shop is probably closed now because who the fuck needs that anymore right anyway now now i i want to talk about what's actually in these 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 documents because there's there what's interesting about like this fine and and what and, and we were talking about you know the, the biggest fine in all of motorsport and all of sports sport all of sports sport, excuse me all of sports by like a long shot and like what they actually, what McLaren actually was like, kind of using for that is somewhat negligible. It wasn't like there was some crazy, crazy advantage that they were able to get. Certainly for that year's car, because they got it. The, the car was our, their car was already done. So in terms of something they could be, be gleam from this and steal from this, I mean, like F one teams do this shit all the time. Well, that's the this crazy like, thing is that that same year Renault and Toyota got in some trouble for having the same shit, for having. Right. I think Toyota. Well, I think Toyota had Ferrari documents, and Renault had McLaren documents, and nothing. There was no penalty, so there's sort of a sliding scale of punishment. And we remember when fucking you know, uh, 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 Racing Point was using the fucking Mercedes. They're like the the pink Mercedes. Well, let's 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 let's. We're gonna get to the punishment. That's okay, where this okay, ends. Okay, okay. But 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 okay. um. It's actually this is where it gets nuanced because after so Mike Coughlin's wife actually the guy actually charges her money makes the copies yeah yeah makes the CDs gives it to her after snitching and yeah. what's really interesting is the is the reasons why they wanted these seven hundred eighty page documents is quite fascinating yeah, yeah yeah so Nigel Stepney was convinced probably rightly because you know he worked there he probably had an idea yeah. was convinced that Ferrari were cheating. And basically, what what Mike Coughlin wanted to prove was that Ferrari was cheating. So what he wanted to do was look at these documents and see how they were cheating. And these documents allegedly proved that Ferrari were using like a raised floor or something, some sort of illegal mm -hmm. floor. Mm -hmm. And basically, they were going to use these documents to call the FIA and open an investigation against Ferrari for cheating. So they cheated... To stop Ferrari from cheating. Now, this is sort of interesting. This is kind of like it's this is kind deep. of like um, when you when you uh, when you go through someone's phone because you think they're cheating on you, and it's only kind of a dick move if you don't find anything. But if mm -hmm. you do, you're completely exonerated. Right. You know, if you go through your significant other's phone and find something, they're the dick. But if you find mm -hmm. nothing, you're the dick. <laughs> right. I right, remember right. my my significant other. From years ago, went like woke me up and was like, "So you think Rebecca is hot? You, th you think she's really hot?" Quote unquote. I was like, "What?" And then I realized she went through my phone. I'm like, "That's the worst thing you found on my whole phone. Go fuck yourself." 
You went through my whole phone, and the worst thing you found was that I said to Brian, oh, my God, Rebecca's so hot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the best boyfriend of all time. You got to find yeah. a dick pic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they went through Ferrari's phone yeah. and found some dick pics. Right. And they're calling the FIA being like, being like, hey, I don't know. Don't ask me how I know. Exactly. But Ferrari's been sending some dick pics, and you need to be looking into exactly. that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So McLaren files a complaint. FIA yeah. does an v- <laughs> investigation. <laughs> and shocker, nothing comes of it. Yeah. Absolutely nothing comes of it. And this must have been so frustrating for McLaren because they have the documents. They know Ferrari is cheating. Right. They can't explain why they know they're cheating. <laughs> but then the Ferrari gets this email and they're like, McLaren <laughs> went through our phone. Yeah. <laughs> right. So then Ron Dennis, head of McLaren. Yep. And then, of course, the FIA loses this shit on that. Not that mm-hmm. Ferrari might be cheating, but that McLaren went through the <laughs> phone. Right. <laughs> FIA loses its shit. And Ron Dennis very smartly goes, oh, it's all Mike Coughlin. Fuck him. He, he, he was a lone actor. Lee Harvey Oswald. Don't look over there at the grassy knoll. He was all by himself. Right. right. No collusion. No, no collusion. Yeah. Right. So they throw this my us. Like this didn't this didn't go deep. Yeah. Like we didn't know about any of this shit. Okay. Mike Coughlin. He's you know, but he but that's that's his way out. He's like he's like no 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 no. no. This isn't like permeate. You know, cut off the tip of the finger because this didn't infect the body, babe. Yes. The body's good. So cut off my pinky. In the form of Mike Coughlin, because the body, come on, don't, 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 don't chop, chop off your nose to spite your face, baby. And and McLaren does, and and the FIA don't take McLaren's word for it. Uh-huh. They go, they look up, they give that shit, of like a proctologist, they get up in there, and they look yeah. at that car, and they yep. find no evidence of copying. Right. They look through all their computers and they close the case. Mm-hmm. There was a hearing. They decide Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. <laughs> the end. Right. Or was it? Yeah, because there's there's another ego involved. There's in another the two. Thing. There's another guy involved, and his name is Fernando Fucking Alonso. So now we're fucked. Dude, back we're, at Hungary. Literally, back to Hungary. I'm sorry. Is this Inception? Are this is this Inception? Because uh, this is the we're a fucking we're we're building a fucking orchestra of storytelling right now. So now cut back to Tarantino style. <laughs> we're back at Hungary. Yeah. Right. Okay. And things are getting tense. And Lewis Hamilton is getting on Fernando Alonso's fucking sexy little nerves. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. And at Hungary. During the qualifying sessions, they would do this thing. So, so back in the day, during qualifying sessions, yeah. there was a whole fuel. There was a whole fuel situation where now they can just give you as much fuel as they want, and and often in Q three, it's very little fuel because they don't want the fuel weighing down the car to get these fast ass motherfucking laps. But in back in the day, it was you started Q three, 
with the same amount of fuel that you would start the race with. So you would, there was a whole thing where you try to burn fuel to get the car lower. You try to try to try to burn fuel to get the car to weigh less. So you can get faster times in qualifying. Well, there's two. There's actually two strategies. Yeah. In Q3. It's it's um, there's the strategy of you burn as much fuel as you can mm-hmm. in Q3, so you have a very light car for your last run. Right. For your last run at at qualifying. Yeah. And then, so you have the best chance of going on pole. Or there's another strategy, yeah. where you conserve fuel. You burn less mm-hmm. fuel during Q3, and you're a little heavier. When you mm-hmm. go on your last run, so you might mm-hmm. qualify a little slower, but when they refill your fuel, because they, they calculate it by how many laps you do, not by how much fuel you actually have, mm-hmm. you actually have a little bit more fuel when you start the race. So you might be able to go longer. Right. So there's so there's two different strategies. Mm-hmm. So what they did was, at McLaren, is they, they switched strategies. So one race... Lewis would be the one burning fuel, mm-hmm. and Alonzo would be the one saving. Yep. And another race, Alonzo would be the one burning fuel, and Lewis would be the one saving. Right. So at the Hungarian race, <laughs> Alonzo was the one that was burning, that was like was supposed to be the one that was going to be light and have a mm-hmm. faster car at the end of Q3 and probably put it on pole. And Lewis was the one that was going to go a little bit slower, conserve his fuel, maybe maybe... Maybe not be quite as fast, maybe be second, but have a um, more fuel in his tank to start the race, and maybe it'll go a little bit longer. Right. But what happens is, is Alonzo is behind Lewis Hamilton. in qualifying. He's, he's, he's behind him. Lewis has provisional pull, mm-hmm. but there's still time left in the session. Right. Now, because Fernando is the one burning through his fuel so he can be lighter... He's instruct. He's got Lewis is supposed to let him through, right? Lewis doesn't do it. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis claims <laughs> that Alonzo, mm-hmm. and we've heard this many times. Ah, oh, he's going too slow. I can't let him through. Right. He's going. Or when you're behind a guy, being like, he's too slow. I got to get past him. Let him pass. Let him through. Right, so right. Lewis claims he's going too slow, so he doesn't let Alonzo pass. And Lewis is like, nothing, just an incident <laughs> on the race. So Alonzo, what's funny about Alonzo is, yeah. Alonzo's always claiming that he's being fucked when he's not. Mm-hmm. So when he's actually being fucked, <laughs> he goes literally insane. <laughs> he goes, he becomes homicidal. Right. So Alonzo loses his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. So what does Alonzo do? Where- yeah, he yes. he waits till after the race, and he has and he has no. a polite conversation with Lewis Hamilton, <laughs> and explains how that made him feel in a mature, processed way. I wish I had a not button. <laughs> the suit is black, not. No, that's the not what happened. The suit is black, not. So what happened was Alonzo goes, okay, okay, that's how homie wants to play it. All right, okay. <laughs> he goes. He does the Denzel. He does the Denzel. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Alonzo goes into the pits and they stack the pits. Lewis goes in behind. So what they, 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 they what they want to do is they want to sit them in the pits for 20 seconds. 
to make sure there's clear air. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. So they sit in there for 20 seconds. They fill up Alonzo's tank. They they or you know they slap the tires on Alonzo. They take care of him, and Lewis is behind him. They sit there for 20 seconds. Then they raise what's called the lollipop. Mm-hmm. Now this is why Alonzo is a, is a son of a bitch, but also an evil fucking genius. <laughs> he sits there for another 10 seconds. He just sits there. The, the lollipop's up there, like wait, here you go, and Alonzo's just chilling. Yeah. Like he's at a red light just chilling. St- like a stone. Just sitting there. Yeah. Ten. Nine. Eight, eight, seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. And then he goes. And what he knows is he calculates it just right. That Lewis will not be able to get one more run in. Has been manipulated, man. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks Lewis. He goes and gets Paul. He takes mm-hmm. Lewis's pole, and Lewis is not able to, because the track is evolving. Lewis is not able to improve. Yeah. Alonzo gets on pole. And the interviews after this quali are are such gold. Because back in the day, when you, the top three, like, the, you know, the, the, the podium of pole, uh, of qualifying, they'd all have to be interviewed together. So it's Alonso, Hamilton, and then this other fucking guy. And they're, and everyone's asking Alonso, like, so, uh, like, what happened there? And, and, and Hamilton is like, he's sitting next to him, but Hamilton's like, yeah, what happened there, motherfucker? He's <laughs> no, like looking at him missing, like. You're missing the best part of the whole thing. What? Alonso's eating a peach. Yeah, you know what? I had trouble finding this clip. I couldn't find this. There's clip. no clip of it because this... FIA doesn't want to want you to know how clinically insane he is. <laughs> but I read you can read about. It. I've seen pictures of yeah. him eating the peach. <laughs> so Alonzo's not saying very much. He's just eating this pe- peach, mm-hmm. letting this peach drip down his chin all over, and you're just like, okay, Alonzo's really like Timothee Chalameting this fucking peach right now. Right, right, right. And if you don't know, you don't know. But according to like an like a person who worked at McLaren, Ron Dennis is really OCD. And mm-hmm. one of his like big pet peeves are people eating like su- like juicy fruits without a fork and knife. <laughs> if you are going to eat a peach or a nectarine in front of Ron Dennis, I had the quote <laughs> written down. I couldn't find it. Yeah, you have to cut it up. And eat it in neat little bites. Peaches, pineapples, anything that gets juice. So him eating this... And Ron Dennis is right there. So him eating this peach right in front of Ron Dennis is like nails on a fucking chalkboard to him. (laughs) It's subtle to like anybody sitting there, but to Ron Dennis, it's a machine gun. Right. It's crazy. Ron Dennis is like. No, I'm thinking. No, no, Mike. That was so not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lancho. No, no, no. So not that I don't do the peach in front of me like that. <laughs> so that was fucking insane. Uh-huh. And this is, this is, uh, this is where it gets crazy. Yeah. So, so Alonso's just pulled this shit. Hannibal Lecter shit. He is Hannibal fucking Lecter, Prince of Darkness. And they, you know, the, the, but they're, they're, you know, asking him, he's dodging the questions. Then they ask Lewis, 
like so you know lewis like how close were you to being able to get that uh that that last lap in and he goes about the amount of time that i was stuck in the pit lanes waiting for alonso to get the fuck out of there very you know pr pr focus like ready to fucking go so what happens is um mclaren is the the fia look into this and they say what happened here wasn't right it wasn't right Alonso is docked five places, so Alonso now has to start the race in sixth place, putting Lewis Hamilton on pole. It's crazy that they have to penalize you for like fucking your own team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. It's like if I scored an own goal on my team to make some sort of point. Uh huh. Like they wouldn't penalize me. They'd be just like, <laughs> "You're a fucking idiot." It goes against. It goes against the 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 the, the beauty of the sport, man. It's against the beauty of the sport. So they do that, and they also McLaren is docked any constructors' points from this race, which is what we call foreshadowing. Which is called yeah, that's the least of their fucking pro yeah. problems. So, um, so they do this, and Fernando Alonso and, and Lewis Hamilton wins the race. He wins the race. Alonso, he's now in a in a deeper hole to Lewis than he even was before, and Fernando Alonso is not fucking happy. So what does Fernando Alonso do? He writes in his diary. He talks to his therapist. Yes. And he says, "You know what?" Because he does the work. Because he does the he work. He does the work, and he and he says, "You know what? Some so I think that maybe something that's happening right now is a bit of my childhood patterns coming up when I felt like I didn't have enough, <laughs> and I, I never had enough." And and people always had more. And he's already won two championships. So and I have, but I I have this compulsive need that, feeling that people are always taking things away from me, and maybe that's something that like I need to recognize isn't always the case. And I just need to make peace with God and make peace with myself, and 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 give my inner child a little bit of a hug. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's what he does. The end. In the end, and <laughs> that, this is like this is like uh, in 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 the Cheney that movie Cheney with uh, that fucking what's his name? You mean did? Vice. Vice, vice. Yes. When it's like, and that's the end of this story. It's like, psych, <laughs> not. So Alonso storms into Ron Dennis's office, and he goes, "Motherfucker, I know what you did. I know what you did. You brought the book to Chateau. You brought the book to Chateau. That's a fucking Real Housewives of New York reference for your ass." <laughs> I didn't get that one. <laughs> And he, he's like, I'm going to sell you out, He's got fucking Hillary's bitch. emails is what he's got. He's, <laughs> he's got those he's, emails. And he's like, I got text messages, bitch. I've been texting with our reserve driver. I got the texts, baby. I got papers I got on all you bitches. You, you can be playing basketball with Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. I got cases on all you bitches. Um, yeah. He's got texts that prove that this that that, that this um, Spygate thing that this seven hundred eighty there wasn't just one guy. Yeah, it there was uh there was some collusion going on. Yeah, this collusion and and, and, and and a lot of people knew about yes these papers. This wasn't just one guy's papers. And, people and, knew about. The and papers. you know who one of those people? A lot of people knew it was um the the third driver. It was him. Yep. It was other people. You, and you know who one of those people who was cheating was? Alonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Alonzo was fully yeah. one of yeah. the cheaters. Yeah. Totally. And he was totally cool cheating. Right. So he's not only a blackmailer. 
<laughs> it wasn't just like, oh, I found out that you guys cheated, and I'm going to use that to blackmail you. I am cheating right, right along with you mm-hmm. until I realize, you know what? This doesn't. This isn't what's best for me anymore, so I'm going to blackmail right. you with crimes I've been committing right alongside you. Right. So he blackmails. He blackmails his boss, which is iconic. Yes. And and now and now here's and now th- then then comes a, a very but but what does he want, Brian? What does he say? He says I am going to expose right. you to the FIA. Right. Unless he's mad that Lewis is getting not better treatment, equal treatment. <laughs> he wants preferential treatment to Lewis. Right. Right. He wants them to start giving him team orders in his in his favor. He wants the Benny of the D. Yes. He wants the ba 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 Benny of the D. Uh, 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 yeah. Now Ron he, Dennis, it, yeah, has a few. So choices. this is okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk it's through a, this because it's still it, it. It doesn't make sense to me. But let's let's. I need you to make it make sense. To He's me. got a few choices. He can cave to Alonzo. He can be like, right. you know what? You're the senior guy. You're the big star. I'll just tell you know what, Lewis. It ain't your night. Right. To, 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 to bring uh, on the waterfront back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ain't my night. <laughs> Just tell Lewis it ain't your night. Mm-hmm. That's choice number one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He could also tell Alonzo to go fuck himself. Mm-hmm. I don't negotiate with terrorists. No matter how well they drive or how great their eyebrows are, I do not negotiate with fucking terrorists. Mm-hmm. But he decides to go a third way. Mm-hmm. He gets together with Randy Whitmarsh, his second in command, who now is uh, running Aston Martin into the ground currently. And uh, <laughs> they decide that Alonzo is bluffing, that he's got nothing. That he's got no proof. Right. That they didn't do anything wrong. That he's lying, that he's making this shit up. Martin Whitmarsh agrees. So they decide to call the principal themselves and tell on themselves. (laughs) They call Max Mosley, the head. And they basically say, listen, Max, you're not going to believe this, but our own driver is blackmailing us and saying that we cheated. That's preposterous. We didn't cheat. He's blackmailing us. You got nothing to worry about. Nothing to see here. And um, basically snitches on himself. You know what he's? You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to do the Eminem. They're trying to do the Eminem in Eight Mile. When he goes, <laughs> yeah. They're literally trying to do like, I am white. I am a fucking bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. My boy future is an Uncle Tom. I do got a dumb friend named Cheddar Bob who shoots himself in his leg with his own gun. I did get jumped, but all six of you chumps. And Wade did fuck my girl. I'm still standing here screaming, fuck Ferrari. Don't ever try to judge me, dude. You don't know what the fuck I've been through. No, I, I just don't think he thinks you. that they did anything wrong. Which is insane. Right. He, which Which speaks to the like... The, you know, uh, uh, ignorance of power, the ignorance of being at the top. It's like you got hundreds of people with you. You don't think 
You don't think there's been there's been some shady shit going on? You think you know what everyone's doing who works for you? You think you know what everyone's been up to? Yeah. So he calls Max Mosley, who is famously who is <laughs> who um, um anti Semite. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, he's not an anti Semite. His father was a literal Nazi. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Well So know. Max Mosley's father, Osborne Mosley. Osborne Mosley was the head I'm of I'm sure the, he loves no, you're right. I heard sure he Sure loves he Jews loved too. Jews. <laughs> <laughs> um Max Mosley was the son of Osborne Mosley, who, who Hitler was literally at Max Mosley's parents' wedding, which is just the <laughs> craziest fact you'll ever hear. Anyway, Osborne Mosley was um, yeah. tried to be the Hitler of England and basically failed. He was a less successful Hitler of England. So, you know, you have Franco, you have Mussolini in Italy, you had Osborne Mosley in England, <laughs> who just it just didn't catch on. It, didn't, didn't, it just didn't, didn't catch on. But anyway, so what does Max Mosley do? Max Mosley hears this. Max Mosley hears about this, immediately gets on the <laughs> phone with Alonzo and Hamilton yeah. and uh, the third driver for McLaren. I forgot his name. Petro uh, De, La, De La Rosa. De La Rosa. De La Rosa. De La Rosa. And he goes, okay. So those text messages that you were blackmailing, you're going to give them right you give them right now. You give them right now. Yeah, you're going yeah, yeah. to cooperate with me right now or I will fuck you in the ass royally yeah you you get to cooperate and you get to get immunity right which basically means means your your current season and your points are going to remain your points but if you don't i'm fucking you i'm fucking you, you who knows you i might i, want, I might I'm just throw you. you might not be able to race ever again who the fuck knows what he right. told him right right right, right. so alonzo and de la rosa send all the text messages i don't think hamilton had an, I don't think Hamilton was involved in this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, but Hamilton had to go to the hearing though, okay. and he cooperated. He answered all their questions. So, right. the, all these emails come out and all these text messages come out that are really damning. That show how complicit McLaren was in using the Ferrari information. A lot of it had to do with, um, you know, Nigel Stepney was telling them like when Ferrari was going to pit. Like their weight mm-hmm. distribution, yeah, and um, it was bad. And uh, but it's also like it's 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 bad, but it's also not that honestly, it's not that bad, right? I don't what's, see what's it's not that bad, but it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know what? The son of a Nazi, <laughs> shocker. Didn't like look at Ron Dennis and go, you know what? I'm glad you came to me with this early. Mm-hmm. There's also I heard that like Max Mosley knew that they were cheating. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that everybody's cheating. But like right. when Ron Dennis was like dumb enough to call him and being like, hey, so I have this problem. Right. It's kind of like forces his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, now yeah. he has to do something. And you make it, and it's like a little bit like maybe you're. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna fucking make an example out of you. Also, Ron Dennis. They don't. Nobody likes Ron Dennis. Ron Dennis is annoying. Right, right, he's right. always complaining about Ferrari. <laughs> like he's he's constantly annoying people. And um, and he's like and he's like kind. He's cocky. He has like a vibe of like of like yeah, bitch. I I'm the fucking best. Suck my he's face. always filing. He's like the Christian Horner of his day. He's always filing complaints. Right. He's right. very annoying. Yes. Yes. He's always accusing Ferrari of cheating. He doesn't just get on with it. Right. And, right, um, right, right. And it's kind of like, 
okay, now I have to do something. Now I have to take action. It's kind of like when I was mm-hmm. um, in the city, I got into an argument with a, like a guy, like he was drunk. He came at me and he started talking shit to me and I was trying to ignore him. I was trying to like deflect. Mm-hmm. And then he called me a dirty fucking Jew. <laughs> On the street, he called me a dirty fucking Jew. Well, to be fair. I mean, I, I mean that's only nice when, that's only, it's only funny when you say it, Brian. <laughs> well, you didn't laugh, so maybe it's not funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, he called me a dirty fucking Jew, and I, and I was yeah. not insult, like, it, it, it was like, okay, now I have to fight him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Now yeah, I yeah. have to. Right. It wasn't the actual, it didn't hurt me in my soul. Right. right it was right, like, right. fuck. I can't let this go now. He just called me a dirty right, fucking right. Jew. Now, <laughs> right. You know, I wasn't a dirty Jew, but now, now you now you got one. Now you got <laughs> now you got one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's what you get when you don't need the space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just say there was an incident on Park Avenue. There was, that, yeah. Nothing, just an incident <laughs> on the race. <laughs> so the whole thing blows, so the whole thing, it's, it's, it's a, it, it just it blows the fuck up. It's a huge thing. Huge. They went to court. Yep. And they're fined a hundred million dollars. A hundred million dollars and excluded yep. from the championship. So they can't get any constructors' points, right? And what's crazy is Bernie Eccleston in his book said that Max Mosley basically this is how he decided the number hundred million. He said five million for the infraction, ninety five for Ron Dennis being a twat. That is a direct <laughs> quote. Five million for the infraction, ninety five million for Ron Dennis being a twat. Now, what's interesting is Max Mosley wanted to just say, you guys can't race for two years, which would have crushed them, which would have just, and they just would have been no more McLaren. Yeah. But Max Mosley, but, but Bernie Eccleston was like, be reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Maxi, baby. He said, Maxi, baby. Come on, be reasonable. Don't do, don't do. So Bernie Eccleston was just like, just give him a fine. This is a hundred million dollars. And it wasn't like, I don't think they didn't pay it all. They didn't, they didn't. It was just. It was. It was kind of like you didn't get that prize money, right? They would have won. How right? Exactly. Thirty something million dollars in prize exactly. money that they just didn't get. Right. So it was like which Ferrari, which Ferrari got. Well, well, it's also like they get a hundred million dollars fine for doing the worst thing ever in F one, and Ferrari gets ninety million just for showing up. <laughs> just a weird system of carrots and sticks here anyway right but um yeah so they basically get fined what ferrari gets just for being ferrari right anyway but but apparently there's a rumor that uh max already knew max Mosley already knew because alonzo told flavio right Flavio Briatore, who we will do a whole episode. We might have. We have, have to do a whole, whole episode podcast, on him. Whole podcast on Flavio Briatore. He's the one famously behind w- when a, a, a driver crashed in order to help another driver. Like one of his teammates crashed to have another teammate win. Yes. he's the fucking. He's behind that. He's a convict. He was married. He was married to fucking. He was married to fucking um, Heidi Klum. 
He was? And, dude, he was married to fucking Heidi Klum and, hold on, hold on. What's his What's his name? Flavio. Flavio Briatori. He also dude. ran an F1 team while being a full fugitive in Italy. Dude, Flavio, Flavio Briatori. Oh, wait. Was he? Oh, wait. This is saying that that's. Yeah, no. Dude. He was with Naomi Campbell and <laughs> Heidi Klum, okay? I don't know if he was married to them, but he was... Shared a wife with Seal. <laughs> I don't know if they were married, but they were partners, it says. I'm fucking... He, wow. they were, he was this guy, and he look, he's like the fucking most disheveled-looking, like, old, fat Italian man you've ever seen in your entire life. Gives us life. hope. Gives us hope. Gives us hope, Poppy. Um, and uh, so... He has a daughter with Heidi Klum. He and Heidi Klum have a daughter together. <laughs> Insane. So anyway, so Flavio Briatore, we're obviously going to have to do a pod about him. We're going to do uh, a whole thing on him later, but yeah, he was he was definitely he's definitely in there. So the rest of the season, needless to say, was uh, tense. Yeah. And uh, Alonso somehow puts all this behind him, and he beats Hamilton in Turkey and in Italy mm-hmm. as the FIA are dropping this hammer on them. Right. And uh, and so even after the, the, the no constructors points, $100 million fine, they still right. have the – weirdly, they could still compete for the World Drivers' Championship. <laughs> yeah. And this is so psychotic. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to do an F1 movie, this is the F1 movie. This is so much more psycho than Rush. This is a series. It can't be a movie. It's it's too much for it to be a movie. And there's too many fucking storylines. It's like it has to be it has to be a a 10 episode series. But what's crazy is that is that is that they could still compete for the driver's championship. But McLaren doesn't want Alonzo to win for obvious reasons. (laughs) Yeah, they're done with him. Ron Dennis was like he's quoted as saying we were competing against Alonzo at this point. (laughs) <laughs> Which is the most insane thing anyone's ever said. They were like, we know you signed a three-year contract, but you can leave. Yeah. You can leave at the end of the year. They're actively <laughs> rooting. I know it's like, you think you think Sergio yeah. Perez has like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's neglected at, <laughs> at Red Bull. <laughs> they were actively booing him as he drove through the pit lane. <laughs> You think any of those guys were like running to the fence after he won? <laughs> right, right, right. He's jumping into air a- right. after he wins a race. <laughs> they lit- he literally said we were racing against Alonzo. Alonzo was so worried that he had the FIA check his car to make sure his own team didn't sabotage mm-hmm. his car for <laughs> Hamilton to win. So he's repeatedly having to snitch against his own team. That's how much they fucking hate him. Yeah. And he beat, so he, 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 uh, and he still manages to beat Hamilton sometimes and, and claw his way back into this race. He beats Hamilton in Turkey. He wins the, he wins in Monza. Yeah. He, he, um, he beats Hamilton in Belgium at spa. He fucking, uh, Hamilton gets him in Japan. Hamilton has a DNF in China. Which was huge. Doesn't finish the race, which is huge, because Hamilton's leading the championship at this point. 
Raikkonen's also in there. So it's like Hamilton and Alonso are just going at it. McLaren's doing everything to, like, chop Alonso down at the knees. Just fucking, like, club him, trip him, do whatever you can. And Raikkonen is like, I pulled in the Nazareth and I was feeling about half <laughs> feeling past about half past dead. <laughs> He's just chilling. <laughs> just need Good a place, place. <laughs> where I can rest my head. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking chilling. And it comes down to the final race in Brazil. Yes. Where this is where Alonzo had the FIA check his car because he was like, Right. Surely they're gonna fuck my car. <laughs> he was yeah. guaranteed and fair. Honestly fair. <laughs> right. So going to the final race, it was Hamilton has one oh seven, Alonzo mm-hmm. has one oh three, Raikkonen has a hundred. So Raikkonen is in third. Mm-hmm. Hamilton goes gets gearbox issues, has goes like falls way back. He can only make it to yep. ninth. Alonso gets third and ends up with 109. Yep. And uh, Kimi Raikkonen wins. Kimi Raikkonen wins. And it's the the first time since 1950 that a guy goes from third in the championship in the final race to winning. It's the most. It's it's he he had a half court shot to win the game. You know, and he won by and he won by one point. One point. And if Massa, if Massa hadn't gotten second and it hadn't been a Ferrari one two, then Alonso would have got Alonso would have won his third championship. Yep. And like that's everything that was I mean insane. That's the like you think Abu Dhabi was crazy? I mean, this was a th- this could have gone three different ways, not two different ways. It mm-hmm. went down to the last race. There was a, a crazy Interteam battle that ended in a hundred million dollar fine that almost brought a team to its knees, but they were still allowed to race. Not only a team, an entire city, too. an entire city, because one guy loved Ferrari. <laughs> They're like Ferrari, the fucking red car is dope. <laughs> fucking almost. When you think of a when you when you think of a race car, you think of a red car. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that before, but it's tr- it's that's what people say. That's what Enzo Ferrari said about his own fucking. <laughs> when you ask a yeah. child to to draw a race car, he colors it red. Fucking <laughs> egomaniac. Anyway, <laughs> and I mean that was the last. I mean, the next we you know the next year Hamilton won again. He he won his first championship. Becoming the youngest. Kind of the sliding doors moment. This is it. He's asked to leave. Yep. I mean, asked to leave. Alonzo's gone. He has a three-year contract. Right. But they're like, get the fuck out. He goes back He goes back to Renault. Yeah. They suck. They suck. And he hasn't, you know, hasn't won a fuck. He hasn't won. And no, and then he goes to Ferrari, which is, he goes there during right. their worst stretch. <laughs> yeah, He just right. has really bad luck. He goes there during their worst stretch. Yep. And then here's where it gets the craziest. Yeah. From 2010 to 2014, he's at Ferrari. He's bitching and moaning the whole time. He's getting along with <laughs> nobody because he's learned absolutely nothing, like a legend. <laughs> yep. Where does he go back to? He goes back to fucking McLaren. He blackmailed his own team and they took him back, dude. Because the way he fucks their car is insane. The sex that... Yeah. Alonzo has with their car slaps. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton goes to become Lewis Hamilton. Right. 
And Lewis Hamilton goes on to become Rihanna, pop star, icon. <laughs> and Alonzo could have been, you know, the Beyonce. He could have been the GOAT. Mm-hmm. But now he's just kind of like Lou Reed, you know? He's just kind of like this underground... <laughs> right. He's this underground goat. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if you don't know, you don't know. But he was the shit... He had his little, like, it's not this, but it's like he had his little, like, he had his Roger Maris two seasons. You, you know? know who he's like? Who? Fre- I mean, Fredo, Frank Cazal. <laughs> right. He has- Frank Cazal was in Dude. Deer Hunter. He had the the most insane run ever. He had the Deer Hunter. Yes. He had uh, obviously Godfather the Godfather one and two. One and two. Yep. He had Dog Day he had Afternoon. Dog Day, Dog Day Afternoon. The conversation and the conversation, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he and then he died. Right. Alonzo Alonzo didn't die. He just he actually still alive, but he he relegated himself to shitty teams with his own <laughs> jackassery. <laughs> Because he's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> but he's got the pace. He's got baby. the pace. He's got the pace, baby. It's uh, it's crazy to think, and their thoughts on it later. They they've sort of reflected on it later. <laughs> yeah. Lewis Hamilton says, "I definitely didn't blame myself for the for the year that I missed out. My first season in Formula One, alongside a world champion, a double world champion, and I blew him away. I beat him." I'm like, you didn't blow him away. They tied. <laughs> they yeah. tied with 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 the entire uh, factory of McLaren hanging on Alonso's back, trying to slow him down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a, a, and a, I mean, it was his rookie year, so like, right? No, no, totally. It's incredible. But he didn't blow but him away. It was away. Alonso's third. It was Alonso's third year. Alonso's third year. <laughs> was it his third year? Or was fourth year? Yeah. No, he did third a year, year. No, he did a year at Minardi. Oh, yeah, you're right. And I was like, you know what? Alonzo was really young yeah, yeah. when all this happened. Let's cut him some slack. But at, at 40 years old, is he really that different? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he pushed me off the track. I think you have to leave the space. All the time, you have to leave the space. <laughs> <laughs> then he says, Alonzo on it, he says, uh, we had a good competition, which helped each other to find our limits. <laughs> I could say that maybe I am missing that competition away because, as I said, it was quite fun to really push and find new limits for ourselves. And for Alonzo, that new limit was actually blackmail. <laughs> actually, right. it wasn't. You know, there was no. There's actually no limit for Alonzo. He saw the limit of, of being blackmail, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's not actually a limit for me." Dude, Alonzo's Isaiah Thomas. The, the limit does not exist. Alonzo is Isaiah Thomas. He's Isaiah Thomas. He didn't shake hands. He pissed off the goat, and he was excluded from the dream team. Yes, like that is exactly and, you know, what it is. He's Isaiah Thomas, and they were and they were the fucking Pistons. The Renault, him and Renault were the Pistons. They won two championships, same as Isaiah Thomas. Yep, he's he's fucking Isaiah Thomas. He's got a yep. fucking attitude, but he can ball. And he burned every bridge. He burned every goddamn bridge in his way. In his way, he burned every bridge. And then was like, yeah, maybe I want to come back to... No, oh, that's gone. But he's still so good. He's still so good that he's still racing at 40 fucking years old. Mm -hmm. Fucking Fernando Alonso, dude. That's that's fucking Spygate. That... That, We fucking crushed that, honestly. I mean, that is... It was so... 
fucking wild. And like these these players, like Ron Dennis. I mean, Ron Dennis deserves his own entire episode. I mean, this guy who was like started his own teams was like he was fucking behind the Senna years. I mean, he's the McLaren. He's the guy that kind of like brought McLaren back. McLaren was like on the outs. They brought him back, and then after this, this was like the stain on his on his record. They won yeah. the next year with with Hamilton, but it was just like shit after that. You know the team ran ran into the ground. They were having trouble getting getting the right engine. All this shit, and then Zach, like he he literally he got ousted, and Zach Brown took over. I mean Zach Brown took the keys from the shit storm that Ron Dennis ultimately created at McLaren, and they're still in kind of. McLaren was a top flight team, right? And they're trying to make their way back. To being one of those guys, but it's it's you know they're, they're, they've still got their way they still got their way to go. Yep. Maybe maybe Lando Norris can be that hundred percent that bitch, but all remains to be seen. Oh my god! I'm fucking drained. I'm fucking drained too. I mean, I I had I did a five hour road trip today and then recorded this podcast. I'm feeling fucking I'm feeling fucking drunk. I'm gonna sleep good tonight though. That's what I gotta say. After you, after yeah, you that, fuck right that on pod the pod, fuck fucking, me good. That pod just made me feel like... Fuck. All right, so we got a race next week. We got a race next week. Um, We we promise an email from John, but I'm so fucking exhausted. We'll read that next time. We'll read that next time. Yeah, John basically said we were wrong about (laughs) some of our takes. What a fucking (laughs) shocker. Just one one time just to get something nice from from them. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you motherfucking vankers. I hope you learned something shit. today. This was this was this was this was school. Okay, you're in class. Class is over. You ring the bell, and I want everyone to have a really good weekend. Okay, stay out of trouble. Okay. <laughs> and we got a race next week. Where are we going next week? All right, we got Imola next week. Fucking fucking stay sexy, vankers. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the fucking things Venmo. at the Red Flags Pod at the Red Flags F one on Twitter. Until next time, bankers. Uh, email us hot takes if you have a materialpod at gmail.com. Questions at materialpod at gmail.com. <laughs> do, you, do you hear how do you hear how excited I am to get them? Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, Vankers. <laughs>